Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I was just awarded winner of the top four by Mario. Well, consider the source. I don't mean Mario on the I same know, page you, today. You two been on the page, yeah. same page a lot today, so, so that's your guy. It's full moon the other day, I think. But Afternoon Rush continuing here on this Thursday tonight. Coming up in Tes- Texas, the Charlotte 49ers going to be taking on at Middle Tennessee. Our coverage will start at 6.30, so in just two hours and 15 minutes. Matt Swearout, of course, on the call alongside the mayor. Trevor Wilt, color analyst for the Charlotte Sports Network. Trevor, good afternoon, man. How are you? Doing well, guys. Thanks for uh, thanks for having me on. Oh, appreciate the time, Trevor. And uh, let's just start. You know, X factor for you for the 49ers to win this game tonight. Who needs to stand out for Charlotte? You know who I have been loving here lately. I think the easy answer would go Isaiah Folks, just because he's been in that starting lineup lately. But I think a big guy is going to be Igor Milicic Jr. Uh, whenever him and Ali are on the floor at the same time, it's great. I know without Josh Aldridge, of course, going down for the rest of the season, it's been a guy, uh, he's been a guy that we've circled. He's going to play some big minutes at the five. And then whenever him and Ali can be on the court in that second half, if they're both not in foul trouble, I think Igor, man, just his ability to be able to space the floor, he can really do some damage uh, here in the Conference USA tournament. Trevor, the last couple of years, there was no doubt that Jameer Young was the face of this program. Uh, he, he moves on, goes to Maryland. So we wondered who would kind of be that guy. So I'll ask you, has a guy been established this year, or is there not right now still maybe a, a face of the program with Jameer gone? I mean, I would say Bryce Williams is that guy. And I know that just watching him play, just his maturity has just grown so much this season and of course so is his numbers uh so again i think his mental state is there i think it was it's it's still so much with him of course his his late father being the all-time uh leading scorer and henry williams just just an awesome story and for him to be able to really uh i don't want to say put that aside but for him to be able to kind of be his own guy this year now he's one of the top five scorers in conference usa play uh, this season, what he's doing, just uh, under 20 points a game. He's got a few 20-point games now in a row, a few 30 points in as well. I mean, he's the guy that the that the ball is going to go to late in the game for Ron Sanchez and company whenever they drop the plays. And that's to the opposing team. They know that Bryce Williams, yeah, it was Jameer Young the last few years, but Bryce Williams, I, in my opinion, is a, is a better scorer. Uh, I mean, from, from start to finish uh, uh, than Jameer Young. It was just 
the Jameer Young show, but now there's an actual basketball team around a guy like Bryce Williams, and he's scoring really well uh, within the offense. And Trevor, you talk about Bryce into the starting lineup, Isaiah Folks, who you mentioned into the starting lineup. What did that do for this team and kind of give them a, a strong push here near the end of the regular season? It just said that the energy level needed to be at a certain level, and it wasn't. Uh, I think that's the, one of the biggest things, is that they need to come out guns a-blazing. And, and what the, the other starters were doing, it just, it, it just wasn't up to the, uh, if you will, gold standard uh, that Charlotte and Ron Sanchez wanted. And so there was just a lot of thinking going on. And so we've seen Igor Milicic and like and Lakai Patterson now come off the bench with a whole heck of a lot of uh, like a chip on their shoulder and some energy. And so what we're seeing from them now, uh, it's been exciting seeing what Isaiah Folks can bring to the squad, and of course what Bryce Williams can do. He can score right away. Don't need to bring him off the bench. And but I think though it's good that he did not start early on as a starter. I think that I know a lot of people may say otherwise, but I think it's been awesome to see his progression and i think he needed to kind of go through that fire of not starting to now starting and i think it's completely changed his game as well and of course isaiah folks just bringing that energy i mean bobby you, you see it whenever you're calling the games in person halton arena man there's just more energy out on the court uh whenever folks is out there on offense and defense even if he's not scoring 15 a game it, it doesn't matter there's just more energy in the crowd more energy with the players and coaches and whenever you got a guy slapping the floor in the first four minutes wanting to steal uh, it's fun to watch trevor it seems like this team as chemistry wise has really been together all year i go back to a, a situation early in the year down at myrtle beach i believe they were playing tulsa and there was a little dust up at the end of that game and it just seemed like Everybody, I think Ollie was was really involved in it, but everybody kind of came together, and it just feels like this team, uh, chemistry wise, has been really good all season. Have you kind of sensed that as well? Yeah, yeah, Mark. Mark, that feels like that was literally years ago. Yeah, it does. Uh, that, 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 that Tulsa game happened. I remember I was catching on film at the end. I was like, oh man, that was that was intense. And you're right, man. The guys came together uh, again. Me and uh, Matt Swearad, of course, the the voice of the Niners. We talk about it all the time at at breakfast and, and whenever we're at team meals and on the bus and the plane. The guys, man, they're talking more than we've ever seen uh, over the last five years. There, there's a, a fun group of guys. Uh, there's a, a lot of different uh, personalities, but they all come together as one. And there's different leaders that can uh, really come up. Again, Jackson Threadgill, I mean, he's uh, – I would say he's the captain. He's that leader on the team. Again, he can do it vocally. Again, he can get out there. And, and of course, his numbers have been kind of sporadic this season. But uh, the constant thing is that he's in the right spot, and he's able to, to better the guys around him as well. He, he does a lot more for the team than what we see on the stat sheet. Uh, but just to see the guys rally behind him is great. And, of course, being able to go to Ali Khalifa, one of the, the gentle giants, uh, the big teddy bears on the team, man. Everybody loves him. Like Kai Patterson, man, the takeover Kai, that like, like we like to call him. There's so many guys that are having a great time. But, again, it's on and off the court, really enjoying themselves. And today was uh, another great time. We had, had a nice 30-minute bus ride over to, to SMU to, for our shoot-around uh, yesterday and today. Really good practices, really good shoot rounds, really high energy, just a different energy around. But this this group is keeping it high just because, again, just how well they get along. You mentioned uh, Swearad, Trevor. Have you thought about putting a camera to film you two during games so you can get Matt yelling at officials and stuff? 
I'm telling you, I, he is just thrown. I mean, he's been doing it for over 25 years. He's just kind of thrown it to the side. He's like, you know what? He goes, I'm going to start yelling. This is, he goes, it's time. It's, it, it's time. Rick Crawford, if you're out there, he's coming after you. No, I'm just kidding. But, um, uh, but it, it is so much fun, man. Matt love he gets into it. And I'm, I'm the young, fiery guy. Uh, that tries to even like the fire a little bit more underneath. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, we had fun. Man, I really wish we would have had that against Davidson, the the little selfie camera. That would have been incredible because he basically did everything but jump up on top of press row and storm the court himself with his shirt off and wave it around. The bed like nobody, Trevor, so. nobody needs to see that. Nobody wants oh, to. No, hey, that, we don't need that. Yes. Oh, we need to for sure. I mean, hey. Yeah, that that's what we want. Bobby, if Bobby's not going to do it, then no, I'm definitely right. not. Yeah, doing well, we it. definitely don't need the, that. The other either. game I thought it would have been good is the Rice game, where a second went off the clock. <laughs> oh and, yeah, uh, Matt was not happy as uh, that oh. was uh, taking place. Uh, Trevor, just you know, back to this team, and you brought up some of the guys they they don't have anymore. So look, to to win this tournament, it's three games, three days uh, for the 49ers, and tomorrow would be an afternoon game, 12:30 uh, against likely the, the number one seed in this conference tournament. So how do you see depth and, you know, whether that's a concern here as you look at trying to win this whole tournament? Yeah, that's, that's a great question, uh, Bobby, because what Ron, he only went to seven man rotation in our last game. and didn't really use like guys like Nick, uh, Nick Graves uh, off the bench and heck, even Isaiah Folk only played 12 minutes, had zero points when had three fouls. So it wasn't very, a very deep team. And just because again, Josh Audra's going down, Robert Braswell, AKA, the Bobby Buckets, the Syracuse transfer going down forever ago. Musa Jalo, again, he was he's been injured the entire year. So it's a very small bench as is. And yeah, it's gonna be really big for the guys to come in and, and get it done right away and try to bring that energy right away because heck if you can spare yourself a few minutes, it's gonna be nice. Again, foul trouble. I think it's something that Charlotte really needs to uh, worry about just because of what Ali Khalifa uh, can do at that five position. He can stretch you out. So can Igor. But, again, without a true backup five, because Igor is literally learning this on the fly. As you we watch in practice in the shoot-around, he's, can, he still does not know the five that well because he's been a three and four his entire life. So, again, that's going to be really big. And in the depth, I enjoy it because I think it's seven really good basketball players. I, I think if you look at it top to bottom in Conference USA and then Charlotte, uh, talent-wise, uh, for seven guys, we probably are towards the top two or three in the league when it comes to seven guys that can go out there and, and really compete for you. So, get excited about it. I think a, a guy like Nick Graves is going to have to come in and play some decent minutes here over the next three days if Charlotte wants to get it done. And, again, he's a freshman who has a lot of uh, – he's, he's mature, but, again, he, he's, still, he's still a little baby freshman. So he's going to have to come in and in this conference tournament, man. It's all about energy. A lot of juices are flowing. So it, it, it's going to be exciting. It's going to be – everyone's going to be on their heels, on the toes. But, again, uh, excited for the challenge. Trevor, uh, we know under Ron Sanchez, this team's calling card is defense. I really never have to question about that, what they're going to bring game in and game out. I guess offensively is where you you wonder, hey, is is this a night where hopefully they don't have one of those nights where shots aren't falling? How have you seen this offense evolve during this regular season? Yeah, That's a great question as well. I mean, for for the last five games, the offense has gotten over 70 points, which is great. But before that, Mark, it was it was not that way. <laughs> it was it felt like it was uh, just a joy to get over seventy points, and yeah, they've been evolving. Uh, so at the beginning of the year, and what the first ten to fifteen games, we were like, man, this offense. I mean, of course, the defense was traveling, the defense was playing, but man, 
this offense, it was looking great. And then as soon as we jumped into Conference USA play, again, we just realized how good the conference is. And if people want to dog out, they can. But, man, this is a tough conference. The top five, six teams um, can beat anybody. Heck, the top eight teams can really do that. And, again, what Charlotte's been able to do offensively over the last five, six games is just move the basketball. Whenever you look at their assists, over the last two games, 12 and 13, they're keeping the turnovers right around 10. Uh, they've kept it at 10 or less in, in what in four of the last five games. So, again, just holding on to the basketball and being able to, to get into your offense is great. But, Mark, what they've been doing here lately, they've been turning the defense into offense more than anything. They've been able to do that so well where they're actually getting the turnovers that they've been getting all season because, like you just mentioned, Ron Sanchez's squad, we love defense. You get into your defensive set, that's your bread and butter. But they were struggling to turn that into offense. And, man, I don't care how good of a defensive team you are. That isn't good on offense. And what the heck are you doing? That's what that's what you feel like, right? I mean, for their lack of better words, lack of better terms right there for you. So uh, they've just been doing really good at, at jumping in to some transition buckets and making the defense for the opposing team play on their heels after they get a steal. 7 o'clock tonight, 6.30 airtime here on the station. Uh, Trevor, last thing, what's it like uh, playing these tournament games in the Dallas Cowboy practice facility? Oh, it's cool. Jerry Jones, man, what are you doing? No, I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> man, it's awesome. It, it's, it's so much fun. It, it's different. I'm not going to lie. It's completely different. But they actually took out, uh, Bobby, they actually took out like half the stands. Like, you know what? Uh, we don't know if people are filling them up until we get there. And I, we went and watched a game yesterday as a team and then kind of watched a little bit of women. I like it because it feels like the crowd's all on top of you now. There's a lot more energy in the crowd coming from one side. The band cheerleaders are behind. It's different. It's very open. But I like the way they adjusted over the last couple seasons to what they have now. I think the product is a lot better now. Again, the surrounding area outside the court is a lot better. It, 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 but, guys, the feel around, like there's a there's a practice little field just outside of the star. Like it's awesome. Like it is it's really stinking cool. There's a lot of uh, breweries, bars, restaurants that I know Bobby uh, would love. I know mm-hmm. we, would get, we would catch something <laughs> after the game. But, like, there's so much going on outside of, of the star. And just everything around, the, the buzz is there. Conference tournaments, man, if this doesn't jack you up or get you excited, about sports and life i don't know what will it's just there's a different buzz in there it just gives you a glimmer it gives you a sense of hope that hey uh, we're we're four three games away from uh from making history and and, and proving to people this is a, a really good basketball team that ron and, and his crew uh they they have it together and and this is this is the time to prove it to to not just conference usa just not the united nation but to america uh what that new uh, bold clt is about yeah, maybe it'll lead to a shirtless, shirtless swear ad oh. as uh, this tournament continues hey, out hey, in Frisco. There, boys. Hey, I'll be sending y'all a video <laughs> of, of, of a shirtless swear ad and shirtless Trevor Wilt. I can oh. that guarantee on the box for you. Trevor Wilt, <laughs> color analyst, Charlotte, the Sports Network, of course, uh, does a lot with the Cannonballers as well in Kannapolis. Trevor, appreciate the time, man. Enjoy the game tonight. Y'all are great. Go Niners. Let's do it. There you go. Trevor Wilt. Trevor's ready. <laughs> he is ready to go. You got two hours. Two hours until hey. I saw he had, is it Raising Canes or something like that? Canes, food in Texas. He took a picture. I think I saw it on Instagram or Twitter. It looked pretty damn good. Chicken, crinkle fries, oh, some seasoning on sounds there. Sounds good. <sighs> I am jealous. All right, we'll take a timeout. We'll get you updated on all the tournaments going on right now, including Duke dominating performance for the Blue Devils right now. It's the afternoon rush, 730 the game.